Hey, 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 this is Janet Dalglish and welcome to the Empress Zone. I help smart, rebellious women like you get the most juice and joy out of their lives because you deserve joyful success, not success that's been achieved through struggle, sacrifice and misery. So if that sounds like something you'd like more of, listen on. Hey, my friends. So today I want to introduce a topic that I haven't really talked about yet in this podcast, and that is one of the tools that I most love to use in my work as a coach and also more broadly, and this is the tool of astrology. Now, before you kind of go, wait a minute, how flaky is this person? <laughs> let me draw, let me paint a picture for you. Um, when we go back to the early days of um, human psychology as a discipline, as a new science, as something that was emerging, one of the founding fathers was Carl Jung, and Jung himself was a fan of astrology. He understood the way that so many of the, 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 so many of the frameworks and the language that we use and the ways that we think about things like mythology, archetypes, um, the, um, the, the, the journeys that heroes undertake, um, and astrology, all of these things are bound together because they were all created by human consciousness, human and human unconsciousness. We, when we look at creation myths, for example, we see common threads across completely diverse civilizations and cultures that had no early connection with each other, and yet the same themes emerge again and again and again. Things like astrology are similar. These, these disciplines emerged out of human consciousness and they are a way to give us a window into that so the way that I use astrology let's just be really clear about this because I will be talking about astrology from time to time and I want to just set the stage for you when I talk about astrology this is not me saying this week in your stars uh, you will meet a tall dark handsome stranger no I don't do that kind of astrology I don't know many people who do but um, certainly there is a place for prognostication in the world of astrology. It's a massive discipline and there are lots of sub-disciplines. Prognostication and forecasting is not my thing. I don't do that. I do talk about the astrological weather when there are big events coming up, such as, you know, a Mercury retrograde or, or whatever. And by the way, sidebar, Mercury retrograde, fabulous time, gets a terrible press I'm going to do a whole episode on that because I get really passionate about it when we get another Mercury, Mercury retrograde coming up. But for now, I digress. Let's go back to the basics. So here are the basics of how astrology works, in my view. Um, astrology is a, sim, a language of symbols. And the part of this language that I am really interested in is the part that helps me understand who you were when you arrived on the planet. Because the stars don't dictate who you are. The stars reveal. You arrive on the planet not as a blank slate. You come with gifts and talents and things that you're naturally curious about and interested in. And you come with a purpose, something that you want to master, something you want to sink your teeth into, something that becomes the foundation for the legacy that you want to leave the world, the mark you want to make, the difference you want to make in the world. The term I use for this is life mission, but you can call it whatever you want. You can call it just a sense of purpose and mastery. And very often for the, for the people that I work with who are craving 
uh, a sense of being the empress of their own lives in order to do their work in ways that make them happy and create abundance. Doing that means doing it in a way that is in tune with this, with who it was that they arrived, you know, <laughs> I'll start that sentence again. <laughs> I love it when my, when my thoughts try and crowd into the doorway and I end up trying to say two things at once. So when I'm looking at someone's chart, what I'm looking at is, amongst other things, how did you actually come here to do things? What's your preferred style? What was your actual purpose? What, how do we unpack that? And how, the, how do we then tweak whatever it is you're doing in the world, either so that it now matches that totally authentic you, or so that it can change itself into that, transform itself to be a better match. And the thing is, Although we arrive, we all arrive here with all these amazing gifts, I call them superpowers, we then get socialized and we learn all the rules about how things work, the rules that about what it means to be female, what it means to be whatever ethnicity we are, etc, etc, etc. And those rules live in our brains. These systems live in our brains, the system of the patriarchy, the system of white privilege, the system of, um, you know, sexual orientation some sexual orientations being quote-unquote more acceptable than others all of those rules live in our heads either consciously or unconsciously and they they act like clouds in front of the sun or thickets hiding the castle um, it's like those things in our heads and any trauma response we might also have in our nervous system those things temporarily hide the superpowers until we unearth them again now, that kind of work, we can totally do a lot of that work on our own. And anyone who's learned self-coaching and uh, or is in coaching world already has some of those tools. But that's not, A, that's not necessarily easy to do on your own. And B, that work gets so much easier when we start to get a handle on some of the, 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 the core essential things that make us who we are. Because those things predate all of the learned stuff. So this core sense of who I was when I arrived on the planet, that predates everything. And we can access that through the language of astrology. That's not the only way. There are lots of other different ways of doing it as well. It's just that astrology is the one I like best because I think it's the densest, richest and easiest to comprehend. You know, when I talk to someone about where their Venus sits, for example, um, when I talk about the nature of Venus and talk about the mythology of Venus and her predecessors, Aphrodite and Ishtar, suddenly it's really easy to understand and feel into that inner sense of our own Venus, our own inner Venus. Um, I sometimes even talk about this as though the planets represent aspects of our psyche because, again, that's an easy way for humans to think about these things. So this is a like I've just tried to sum up... <laughs> the way that this one particular tool operates that is that has I could look at your chart and, it, and for 40 hours and still not get to the bottom of it and every single chart is completely unique there are nuances and tiny differences that make every single one unique uh, and the more I explore this the more it blows me away and it's an incredibly useful tool so one of the things that I want to do over the coming months as I record more episodes for this podcast is to explore various different aspects of the astrological language 
in ways that I hope will help you to, even though I'm not looking at your chart, even though you may not know the placement of that particular planet, and we're not going to go into that deep kind of detail, but, it, but, but ways that will help you connect with that part of you, which existed before you learned a ton of rules. And those parts of you, those superpowers within you, they are fuel for your empire, fuel for your role as empress. And you are. these are the different colonies, if you like. That's a terrible word. I hate the word colony. These are the different territories, the different kingdoms, if you like, that form your empire. This is one way of looking at it. So, for example, if I'm looking at my chart, I have Sun in Libra. I have Saturn in Scorpio. I have... Um, Uranus in Leo, I have Taurus rising, all of these different aspects, these different entities, these different characters, they form part of my empire. And that is part of what I'm part of what I work with as I'm moving towards being even more authentic, even showing up, doing the things that I came here to do, serving my purpose in the ways that I decided to before I got here. So you can see how this is a very rich vein for us to explore together. It's one part of the work that I do. I also do a ton of stuff with neuroscience, neuroplasticity, etc. Um, but hopefully this has um, helped to clarify why from time to time you might hear me talking, doing a little rant about um, Neptune or about uh, Saturn or about Mercury retrograde or Chiron or whoever it might be um, uh, but for today I'd like you to just sit with this idea that you have this empire of superpowers that you arrived with on the planet and even if you don't always feel like you have connection with them even if the clouds sometimes hide the sun they they never went away that they all live within you and they are simply awaiting expression. Um, to me, that's that just blows me away. Every time I think about that, it kind of makes me go, oh my God, this is so cool. I've got all these things. <laughs> and some of them I didn't even know about for a really long time. All right, my loves, uh, I shall talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope this was useful or fun or interesting. If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or comments, you'll find all my contact details in the show notes. Love you lots. See you next time.